it's like a a glorified shit show you know shit shows are becoming a bit more they're becoming mainstream now but they're also becoming a bit more interesting every time it happens you know so yeah, it's it's like you know when you drive by an accident you know you kind of want to watch yeah i'm in the mood shawty i'm fucking with you i'm like oh your friend kind of cute tell her that she could come too i'm like what is up guys this is podcast number 10 i'm at the double digit which is awesome uh it's crazy that it's already been two months and a half that i've been doing this and and i fucking say it all the time i love it i love it so this is your host matthew skellen for the hit or miss podcast um Today is a very good episode. I speak to one of my friends. His name is Amadeo Junior Di Virgilio. He is a UFC fanatic, just as I. And uh, we cover the UFC 260 uh, main card. However, like I already went through the editing process, but maybe just a few hours after our conversation, um, news broke out that Holloway, not Holloway, sorry, Volkanovski versus Ortega was postponed. So um, you can fast forward through that prediction um, segment because because uh, yeah I mean at that time we we thought that fight was still up but unfortunately it isn't and uh, and it sucks because that, that was a big fight I was looking forward to the result of that fight to see who Holloway will fight next in the 145 pound division but I get COVID man once 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 the Rona's there dude the Rona can do whatever it wants so I guess we'll have to respect the Rona and yeah, other than that, man, before we get to the episode, I mean, I don't know, I cut my hair. Like, I know I've, I've wanted for so long, I wanted to do the, the mullet or keep it long until the summer, dude. But like, I first I got a new job, which is which in that new job requires me to actually be there and, and speak with clients. And I just thought to myself, like, man, it's a new job. I'm excited. I just want a, a fresh cut to go with it, you know, and I wasn't the only one. Um, one of my colleagues, too, also cut his hair and he had long hair like me so I wasn't the only one thinking that way at least but I don't know a lot of my friends are are calling me soft and shit dude look okay doing like long hairs is fun when you place it but for someone like me that I just don't like I just don't like the maintenance of it and also when you have long hair you have to wash your hair every day I mean now with my I have short hair dude now with the hair that I have now, I don't have to wash my hair for like three, four days in a row. Well, I shower. I'll go shower, dude. Like I'll I'll go take a shower every day, obviously. But when you don't wash your hair and it has that kind of like a little greasy look, but when your hair is short, and it's so much easier to place. Like right now, when I get up, hair is not on my face, and I could just go on with my day. So yeah, that's it's just exciting for me um, to have short hair again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, other than that, I, I think I'll, I'll pass it on right to the episode. Um, it is quite a long one. We we talk again about the UFC 260 main card, but also all the, the other big UFC fights that have recently been announced. Um, so yeah, without any further ado, I'll pass it on over to the conversation with Amadeo, and I will be back with you guys right after. All right, so I'm joined by Amadeo Jr. Di Virgilio. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. 
not a problem. And I, did I say it correctly? It's perfect. I said it. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Amadeo, I actually met Amadeo a long time ago when we were working at the same call center. And uh, I really think you were actually my supervisor. I don't, I, don't, I can't remember, but. Uh, but no, I, I was, I wasn't your direct manager, but I, I was one of the managers there, but we just, you know, we just uh, clicked and uh, the rest is history. So yeah, we just clicked with the, with the, with the UFC and, um, and that's about it, man. So, so how, how's life? How's life with, uh, with quarantine? It's almost a year now. And, uh, and how, yeah, how it's, that? It's, it's, it's been, you know, it's been, uh, quite different if you want to call it that um it's been just just over a year a year and one day that i've worked uh, remotely from from home and uh and really you know as long as everyone's healthy and safe that's all that matters and uh you know i, I couldn't be uh more uh, more thankful and more grateful for what i have in my life right now so that's awesome yeah. man i'm just you know just trying to to live live day by day but uh recently i don't know recently i've i had a lot of better news um with like a new my new work that i'm starting tomorrow and and this podcast and and still kind of trying to hustle with school even though it's hard dude are you drinking a extra large coffee at 7:40 p.m. i sure am dude that's <laughs> okay i'm going to drink yeah. shout out to uh, tvs that roll up the room <laughs> yeah but fuck that this year this year sucks man like i throw them out right away dude i don't even add the app and like i'm I'll, against I'll, all technology stuff i'll uh i'll send you my screenshot of my qr code <laughs> yeah I want, I want your free uh your free roll-ups I'll pass I, I won four coffees yesterday that's insane yeah because I, I, I hear that like you win like the irish yeah like like the irish. <laughs> it's true because it, it was saint patty's day uh yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday, okay. I thought it was. What are we? We're Thursday today. Oh, it was. It was Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Like this new roll up the rim, but like not really rolling up the rim. You're you're. I have to go on an app. I don't know. It removes the the experience, dude. Like two weeks ago, I was so excited when I heard that roll up the rim was coming back. I was like, okay. Going back to Timmy's every day, gonna buy one, two, five coffees every day just to roll up the rim. Um, but then when I learned that it was online, dude, I just, I was just like, fuck that, man. I, I, it's not the same anymore. The experience is different, you know. It's funny you say that because my father yesterday sent me a picture of him rolling up a, like <laughs> him rolled up a, a cup, and he said, and he, like legit, he said, "There's no roll up this year. Like, what is this?" Yeah. It was, too funny and you know he's old school so he was uh he doesn't do the uh the digital over technology yeah, version exactly. well i'm not promoting the digital thing either i think there's way too much technology out there anyway so we, they should have kept the roll of the rim but do you think they do you think like they did did it that way because of covid i i think they were going to go towards it anyway okay. because um if you look at the if you look at the rewards that they have um it, it costs them less money it still costs them a lot of money, but it costs them less money if they were to give out these digital points that you can then redeem towards uh, food or or even beverages, right? Because okay. uh, back two years ago, you know they, they were giving away uh, you know more and more you know donuts, timbits, uh, coffees, this and that. Mm-hmm. So if you you know if it, as as a business owner, as a franchisee, as a as a company, would you rather give away a digital? Uh, uh, amount of x or an actual 
inventory product where yeah. you would have to pay and this and that. So, yeah, if you if you put it that way, it, it makes sense. It obviously makes sense. I Man, I'm just more of the of a purist of like, and I just want to yeah. roll up the rim and and be disappointed. Yeah. You know, I I don't even care if I don't get anything. You know, yeah. it's just the rolling it up and. I don't know. Plus, there's the whole, you know, the whole eco um, side of it, right? You know, eco friendly. True. Because um, paper straws. Some people, yeah, some people were just going to get uh, coffee just for the fun of it because of the roll up. So that was. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, COVID hit, so it's like a trifecta of yeah. reason to. Uh, That's true. To That's true. I'll, I'll give it to them. I mean. But yeah. but two years ago, uh, sorry, three years ago, my wife and I we went scavenging everywhere like parking lots malls you name it yeah and it was a two-for-one because we were like so we were collecting all of these timmy's cups off the floor yeah you know we're doing a good deal we're throwing in the recycling of the garbage uh but at the same time we were using our boots during february and march to roll the rim up right Mm -hmm. and and she found a 50 dollar uh roll up uh, like about 10 or 11 coffees and maybe like two, three donuts. But we picked up like legit, like 50 cups. Like three Where'd you guys ago. go? We went to St. Dorothy, uh, uh, like St. Dorothy, uh, like shopping mall. Smart Center, you, yeah. Yeah. So where you're, where you're going to work, uh, mm-hmm. for your new job, uh, IGA parking lots, Timmy parking lots. Damn. Uh, well, I yeah. bet this year, if you do that again, you'll find a lot of, You'll, uh, you'll find a lot of QR code cups, dude, because I I maybe went to Tim's like two or three times ever since it started and I threw them out, dude. Like I don't, you know, I'm just not into it, but I bet there's so many more people like me too, mm-hmm. because they, they, they get the coffee and then they're like, I'm going to roll it up. Oh, but I can't roll it up. And then I'm going to have to add like a 17th app on my iPhone and then they're just going to throw it out. So, and apparently you win a lot more. Like, like you said, like well, you... well, every, every, uh, every roll up is a win. So whether you get digital points or coffee, yeah. or Timbits or like so far I got a lot of coffees, a lot of, uh, donuts, yeah. a lot of points, but I got a one month free of Xbox live. What? I got a, a digital, uh, rental for Cineflex. Um, so there's a lot of the cool, um, cool gifts or yeah but you like so that goes to my next question like how much coffee do you consume like not even so, in half a day like in a half so, a day so when there's a roll up the rim you know for that for that month and a half i try to go once a day okay so you know times two for my wife right so that's already two coffees right there plus if you buy uh if you buy um like a breakfast sandwich or something it also counts for a roll up so yeah. we already have you know two three four rolls per uh, per visit, so it adds up. But just as as a, in general, you know, I, I I do drink a lot of coffee, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously. But do you do you only drink Tim's, or do you uh, like do you have your coffee machine at home as well? Like, do you have like backups? Yeah. So we so we have uh, you know our our uh, regular house coffee machine, right? Yeah. Uh, but we have Tim's and we have Mickey D's. Uh, uh ready to go whenever it's <laughs> crazy, man. That's crazy and i have a little uh crown uh whiskey crown world whiskey and uh spray oh. going on here too so. oh damn nice yeah. cup too these are like these uh mason jars yeah the mason jars damn yeah, yeah it's nice nice cheers man I, I had my glass before 
Um, and I just had some Benny and Co. Now my stomach's regretting it. And yeah, my head hurts because like I, I also like I'm I love coffee, dude. I can't believe for the first 10 minutes of this podcast we're talking about coffee, but coffee is the best thing that anybody can drink, especially in the morning. And I don't know about you, but um I drink coffee black once you go black and never once you go black and never go back. And I love it there, dude. It's it's so good, it's tasty. Um the Cuban coffee too. Like I drink Cuban coffee sometimes now and it's like stronger, hits right to the heart get palpitations, get worried for a bit. And then after that, I start my day. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, I drink a lot of coffee too, but just not, not as much Tim's man. I don't know. I used to, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Cuban coffee sounds good. Dude, I, I could, I could give you like a cup or something. I put it in a cup. Uh, Cause it's actually from Cuba because we once brought it from Cuba, that same brand. It's called Cubanita. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom found it recently at a at a uh, I was about to say epistry because I like sometimes I forget English words grocery store found out at a grocery store recently and it tastes the exact same thing so I could I could bring you some because you live like really close to my house yeah I live, like, um, but we moved though we moved though like uh, I actually live um, near the Alamokoko now really so yeah we we moved into a bigger house well me and my brothers we have our own room now because before we didn't um and yeah Congrats. so but we're still we're still really close though uh so i can bring you some but yeah man so enough with this coffee talk we need to we need to get into this because there's so much fight news so i brought amadeo on because amadeo is a um insane fan of the ufc just uh, just as i um so i really wanted to bring you on to cover the big ufc 260 card but before we even cover that card there is so much that has happened Ever since, like, we first planned to do this podcast, oh yeah, and uh, we we need to talk about a few of these things. We need to we need to unravel this. Yeah. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is th- there is an event coming up this weekend um, with Kevin Holland and Derek Brunson. That's uh, gonna be off the hook. I actually I actually can't wait to see that main event. Like, uh, I and now we we could predict right now, but this is this is only gonna go up on Monday. So, I mean, we can still say our thoughts if if you want. But I watched all of Kevin Holland's uh, fights, and although this guy has a mouth on him, and I feel like he's just not that he's he, he's just really good at fighting, you know. Yeah. And all yeah. of his all the stuff is in, in his fighting. So no matter what he says, even if he looks like an idiot, it won't matter because he puts so much effort into his craft, and that's what you need to win a fight. And I think he'll win. And and the thing is, uh, don't forget that. You know, once you know, once the cage doors closes, right? You're not, you're not, you're not shit talking. You're not talking in the cage. You're fighting in the cage, mm-hmm. right? So, I think he just uses the fact that he's so openly free about, uh, you know, the shit talking, the mind games, the fact that he sees it as a sport, but he sees it as a platform so that he can elevate himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 you know, if you watch his fights, he likes to talk during he talks fights. a lot. Like he, he, you know, he, he might, you know, do the same thing as Habib, right? Habib yeah. likes to talk as well during his fights. But Habib, it uh, hits more to the heart, you know? You know, when he was with Johnson on the cage and he's like, you have to give up, dude. I just want the belt. I just want belt. Give up. I want belt. Dude, If imagine if someone's on top of you, punching you in the face and oh, telling you, just you to just, quit. just quit, dude. <laughs> just quit without the referee stopping. That's just heartbreaking. Whereas Kevin Holland, I mean, like he was like slapping someone and said like I'm I'm Nate I'm like Diaz, um, and then even before the Jacare fight, before knocking him out Oof. from the ground, 
he was like you like that you like that dude it's just i think he's on another level just because of how free he is like you said like he just doesn't care you know and and and, you know and the fact that he is also so um how can i say this it's as if he's relentless right he's like you know you know how when we watch uh, nate fight it feels like when you watch Nate fight, it's as if you're fighting the Terminator because Nate will always walk towards you no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. If he, you know how he gets cut when he gets cut open really, really, really easily. Yeah. He, he doesn't stop. He just keeps going at it. Right. Yeah. And, and I find that Kevin is in uh, these early stages where he's young, he's energetic, he's fast. He has that, you know, that shit talking to back him up. Mm-hmm. and he'll just keep on going and he'll just keep up like and he, he, fought, dro- he fought five times in like uh in 200 days yeah, yeah so it's, it's crazy and and he has power man like he throws like casual straight straight rights and he puts people down with him you know whereas the usual like normal straight left right where you just don't put all of your all of the momentum into it it kind of startles people but he puts people down with it um which what i noticed watching his fights um, so I just want to talk a bit about that. And I, I I know Brunson's also on top of the division as well. He's, he's one of the top fighters. But... He, he has like knockout power as well, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I was actually uh, watching a few of his older fights just yesterday. He finds ways to, out of like random, you know, out of those weird angles, he has that one punch, not one punch KO power, but one punch power to knock you down and then he's going to finish you. Yeah. So, you know, anybody can get hit. Anybody can get clipped. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just what happens after, yeah. you know, so, so we'll see what happens. But I, I also feel that, uh, that uh, Holland if, will definitely. And if Holland wins, dude, what's next for that guy? You know, like that's it's super intriguing. He, he's been calling at Izzy for the longest time for like since his past two fights, but obviously Izzy's not going to fight him at all. No, not anytime soon. Cause he wants to fight till. Yeah, because that's what I wanted to go to next. I mean, that's another thing that's crazy, I find, because Till is kind of like a one win, one loss, one win, one loss. But obviously his character and, and the and the eyes that he brings to the sport is ultimately what Izzy wants. Um, and that would be, I mean, I, I think the Till versus Izzy fight, if ever that happens, the pre-fight shenanigans will be just, it, it will remind us a bit of the of the Connor age when, when he was on, uh, on the rise i feel like the, they'll clash but at the same time i mean till is so jokes you know and, and i don't know if it's you saw the lot mi- it's gonna be memes galore from both uh, izzy and, and and till it's gonna be insane and like till with with mike perry recently they kind of like buried the hatchet but that i watched the whole live and and just they they can they can go on, on a on a comedy set and, and just stand do stand up both of them together just trash talking each other and it would do well you know like it, it, they just go hand in hand. So I kind of wish we'd see that fight at some point, just just for the fun of it. But I don't think we'll ever see it uh, in a UFC event. But maybe, yeah. maybe some what other a, way. What about the two freak accidents, two weekends in a row, the illegal knees? Like, what know. are the chances? Like, were were they were were both of them under you know Pride rules that they were watching Pride videos? Maybe, Mega, like maybe, man, but. I think well with the Jan one, I think it was more miscommunication and and with this with this coach, so so what is said on on the on media. But like you're when you're in a fight 
And from his perspective, you can see that you can see that he saw Aljo was on a knee. I mean, it was clearly obvious that he was on one knee. But but like there's a lot of fighters from one and Demetrius Johnson tweeted that uh, that he he thinks that if, if there's a fighter that's down on one knee in front of you and stays there. I mean, just that alone shows that he is the weaker fighter at the moment. He can't really do much in that position. And they and he believes that a knee like a knee like that should be legal. Um, it's yeah. it's 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 tough. I mean, I don't think anything should be. Uh, I don't think like anything should be legal or illegal. I I don't know. I don't know how I'm putting this phrase up. But my point is, um, is that it it depends. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say with a knee like that with the Yan one. But the other one, I'm not too sure which one you're talking about. Because I feel like there was multiple controversies controversies in the last so, <laughs> in so the last it, event. It was with uh, Eric Sanders. If I'm, let me just pull it up. It was Eric Sanders. Mm-hmm. But but which which controversy was it? It was the other knee. Yeah. So um, it was just this past weekend. It was on March thirteenth. Uh, yeah. So what happened was uh, Darren Stewart was against the cage, um, and then Eric. Uh, Anders need him while he was down. While he was down, like with a hand or with a knee? Uh, with a hand, if I'm mistaken. Like yeah. he needed him right in the face. Yeah. It's so. it's tough, man. Like these types of knees, it's tough to... It's tough to... It's not tough to judge. Obviously, It's obviously illegal according to the rules. Yeah. But as a fighter, I, I guess it's difficult. I think Jan, the, the one with Jan was more distinctive. Like it shouldn't have happened. I mean, it was clearly obvious they were in the middle of the octagon, literally yeah. in the middle. And, um, but the other one that there, was on the cage. Yeah. There, there was one picture, like I, I'd have to find it, but there's one picture where they show, um, I think it was like a different angle, but they show um, Aljamain's hand off the map. As so he got that, need, like as he like this was right, maybe like a split second before he got need. Mm. So uh, again, I, like I thought that the UFC were under the new rules that they could watch a replay. I'm not sure if I uh, if I either misunderstood or that I heard it properly, but I believe a few months ago a commentator said that they have a new, uh, mm-hmm. you know, viewing um, policy that they could go back and, and watch a video. But I think that there's one angle where he isn't touching the. But uh, isn't it because the of the his knee that was on the ground? Was it wasn't it because of that? <laughs> we we'd have to like read the read that rule book, but uh, yeah, fuck. But, but, but anyways, but, uh, I mean, it like I I can see that happening too with the hand like a split second before. But it just sucks, and and to be honest, like how Aljo's taking it right now, I'm just not sure if I if I can agree with it. I I get to play like the role of like he obviously he's getting hated on by all the Russians. Dude, the Russians just swarmed him like leeches, um, like always sending him the same stuff like you paper champ, paper champ, you not champ, which is probably which is hilarious. But I don't know. I I just think like stop posing with the belt. Stop. Just rematch right away, you know, as soon as possible, do the rematch. And but to be honest, with what we saw in the first fight, I don't see Aljo surviving Winning. that storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like it's clear yeah. to me, you know. Yeah, Aljo kept saying that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down. I'm gonna bring you down to deep waters. But 
you know, Jan was like doing doing that to him. So yeah, um, almost. I, I liked his approach, like the, but obviously, it's just you can't keep up that pace. But these first that first round and a half slash two rounds, like he couldn't, he didn't allow Jan to establish the striking, you know, and which is good. But the thing with Jan, he's so explosive that he'll and and he, he's so quick on his feet that once he even like thinks that you'll shoot he's out of there yeah so uh i just don't we'll, think aljo can we'll, we'll, yeah we'll see what happens if they have a rematch we'll see they they have to do i mean who who else uh, would would aljo fight right now that that would make sense and yeah, as a, a champion i mean it's it's, it's an easy it's an easy match we can fight for sean you know for sean yeah. shelby the, the half the job is done right now right there there's already enough heat between both fighters so yeah exactly um and uh just so we'll talk about one more and and we're gonna well i'll probably have you on uh for the next event that's that's gonna be in front of a full crowd dude usman versus masvidal too did you even expect that fight to actually happen again so i kind of expected it because you know uh gilbert lost then you have uh wonder boy from way down on the ranking, asking for a shot. He deserves it, but he, he's not a, you know, he's not a, a ticket uh, mm-hmm. um, seller, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's Colby, right? Covington. There's enough heat there. So I was thinking either Covington for the easy rematch, but then with the whole Jorge thing, you know, he, he, he took the fight on three weeks notice. Mm-hmm. A little uh, less than now, that. that it was like it was like 10 days yeah, i believe you know he he, he made way um so so i think having having you know quote unquote a full camp we'll see but the thing is i i think that the the bigger picture and you might get uh, mind blown but i think the bigger picture is going to be the winner of jorge and usman does tough against Colby, because I mean, all three yeah. hate each other, so it's a win-win-win. It's a it's a win-win for the tough for a tough season in, in the one seventy division, that's for sure. And I, and maybe that's why they did it so soon because I would have expected that fight to happen more towards like June July, uh, but it's well, quick, well, it's, man. It's next month. Well, it's it's because you know, um, as per history, as a, as it repeats itself, they always want to try to keep the big blocks, the big block blockbuster fights for the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when Brock was fighting? He was always in the main event. Yeah, they always put uh, it when, when Connor's fighting. Uh, you know, and that or will even, probably say, yeah, that will or probably even, happen you know, in the Chandler. summer. Yeah, yeah, Chandler yeah, too, because sure. yeah. there's there's talks with Chandler and Gaethje actually going to sign for the boat, which I that's the fight that I wanted to see. To be honest, they look two, they look both the same almost, but with such different strategies. It's gonna be it like this year, dude. There's just it's like every year, Ben. When when we you, hit like this, you gotta be you gotta be a fan. And like this year is oh, a year to be a fan. It's the best sport, man. It's the best and sport. About, and what about Tony? Did you hear that? <sighs> what what happened? What's happening with Tony? So so uh, I think it was like two three days ago. They want to do um, Tony versus Belarus. Oh right, right. Okay, I saw that. And they either want to do. Um, Chandler versus Islam or Chandler versus Justin. I think uh, 
match-wise, Justin versus Chandler's going to be just off the hooks. Yeah. They're both going to go in like, you know. Fireworks, going, man. Fireworks. Right from the beginning. Yeah. And and either way, whoever wins will do a backflip anyway off the cage because they both do that. So, uh, it's true, huh? Oh which God. which Dana Dana White hates that apparently he hates it. Well, yeah, man. If someone snaps an ankle by doing a backflip, then that would suck. <laughs> kind of yeah. like uh, Johnny Walker, man. Like when he did yeah. a post fight oh. celebration, he just fucked the shoulder. It was a shoulder or something. Yeah, it was a shoulder. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like when you view it that way, it's, it sucks, man. But but it's just a great event to be honest. And like the Zhang Weili versus Rose Namajunas, I mean that's. I don't know what's going to happen with that fight because Rose, I feel like she's just so d- determined. And and I, I don't think we'll we'll cover it too much because if you don't mind, man, well, I'll have you on for to cover the 261 as well. Um, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, but it's just great to see that there's another three title fight card coming and up next su- month. Dude. And for what sure, there's going to be for sure, there's going to be also uh, Valentina yeah. against uh, Andrade, right? So. Uh, and for sure, I'm gonna go with Valentina. Uh, she's just. I want Valentina to win, and I want to see Valentina versus Amanda again. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that one again um, because Amanda is just starching. Like now, people are really like seriously considering her going in a in a male division. Isn't that insane, dude? People are really hoping for that to happen. Um, I don't. You I know, don't she, think we'll she, see it she, happen. But she, you know, she called out uh, Logan. Logan Paul? Just after, yeah, just <laughs> after the fights. Dude. Rip. But, Rest but, in peace. But to be honest, I mean, this fight coming up with, uh, I think it's the same date as the UFC 61, uh, Jake Paul versus uh, Ben Askren. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's uh, two weeks apart. Two weeks apart? Yeah. Is or really? one week apart. Yeah, because uh, Ben's fighting on the 17th. April 16th, 16th or 17th. Yeah. And uh, oh, the, 261 and is on 24th of April. Oh, okay. I thought it was in the seventeenth. Um, well, which is good because I'll watch this Jake Paul fight. But I'm kind of fearing. But, I'm but scared. You know what's you know what's gonna happen though. You know what's gonna happen. No, I don't know. Tell me because I have no idea. I've like I Bro, really I try to think Bro, of it so many times, but I don't know. Ben is gonna get knocked out so you, bad. You, <laughs> you really think so? Ha- have you seen the striking? I've seen the striking. It's horrible. It's horrible. That's all. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. It's horrible. Um, but but fair play to Jake to take to take this fight in a boxing match because in an MMA fight he's done. But um, but that, that's the thing, right? All of these uh, celebrity fights, all of these uh, crossover fights, mm-hmm. it's always boxing. That's, right? It's but it's better that way for them because it's one dimensional and you you only need to focus on one thing on either punching or getting punched. Uh, versus the rest, which is MMA. Um, yeah. and I, I I think it was I think it was Scott uh, Coker from Bellator. He said that he'd be so like he'd be okay with the idea of having an outsider come into their world, but then have the the MMA fighter go into boxing, right? So do, have a two con like have a two match contract, yeah. one in boxing and then one in MMA. To really make it fair, and that's never been done before, right? Yeah, obviously, because no one wants to step in the cage. I don't want no, to step that's... in the cage, you know. No one wants to step in the cage, man. But, uh, but the, but I don't know. I mean, I'll watch it. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be madness, dude. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Ben Ashton gets knocked out. I wouldn't be surprised. 
Um, but at the same time, I know a lot of people will be surprised, you know? Like a lot of people, because there's there's a lot of people who who just don't know Jake extensively. I mean, I've seen all of his fights already. I've, I've watched him training and he has really good fundamentals of boxing, you know? And, he has and he's young and his power. Yeah, exactly. And then there's Ben Askren where he, although he was a world champion in multiple MMA uh, organizations, he, he, he didn't beat them with the striking. Nope. He beat them only with wrestling, ground and pound, taking them down. Submission. So, so yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, two, two, two different uh, skills, two different uh, um, mindsets. So we'll see. Yeah, but I, I'm still so, I'm still so firm on Ben losing. So yeah, but if I were Ben though, I would just practice defense and maybe trying to drag this out to the five, fifth, or sixth. But you know, you can't really learn boxing in four or five months. So. He should have uh, hired uh, Ronda's coach. You know, the head movement. Yeah, <laughs> the head movement or Ido Partal, the movement coach. Yeah. I talked about that recently. I don't remember with who, but I talked about the Ido Portal. Uh, um coaching regimen recently but anyways we'll we'll see how it is again i'm gonna watch this shit even though it's uh it's it's like a a glorified shit show you know shit shows are becoming a bit more they're becoming mainstream now but they're also becoming a bit more interesting every time it happens you know so yeah, it's it's like you know when you drive by an accident, you know you kind of want to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of want to kind of want to stop by a bit, slow down the car, roll down the window, see if those little is, fire things on the on the ground, you know, driving in. Is everything okay? You know, that's us watching the <laughs> yeah. fight. Just like that, like maybe calling the cops again, even though they're already there, just to make sure yeah. that they know. But um. But still, it's interesting. It's interesting to see. And I'm all for it, though, because it brings a lot more people to this, the sport of combat, whether it's just boxing or MMA in general. But speaking of boxing, because this is the last thing before we go into the UFC 260 card, um, Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury, dude, this is a signed deal, two-fight two deal. So whoever wins, they get a chance to, to rematch. Dude, that's finally, huge. finally. Yeah. And I'm hearing that Deontay Wilder will fight uh, Andy Ruiz. So I feel like there's boxing, especially with the heavyweight division, they're finally doing like MMA where they're putting the best guys versus the best guys at the right time. You know, they're not letting the fighter dictate who they're going to fight to build their record and all that bullshit. Uh, they're putting them against the best. So it's just boxing is and, so fun right now in the heavyweight that's division. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, boxing is so complicated. There's like 14 different belts for every weight class, and there's like 2.5 pounds of difference in between every weight class. The fuck? What are you doing? Have one champion of one weight class, and like just yeah. distinct the weight. Like, I like the fact that there's more weight classes that make that makes for more champions, and I'd like that aspect of it. But I mean, Speaking like, of, of weight classes, we should, uh, the UFC should definitely have a super heavyweight. Super heavyweight? Yeah, like all of these, all of these big boys. Okay, they all drop down from two seventy, two eighty. Why not just have, just have a two fifty plus? Oh, you know? my god, bro! Put put Brock someone in there. Someone will die put... though, dude. It's like, like someone will die. Because I mean, both people, both guys would have two hundred fifty pounds on them or more. Let's say like almost three hundred pounds, but like in shape. I mean. 
they both have the same power, but their heads are the same as uh, anybody else's head or chin. You know, you get shot, you get a punch by a guy who weighs three hundred pounds. If your head doesn't fly off, dude, then then I don't know, man. It's just, but it would be insane. I'm all for it. I'm all for more divisions in general in, in the UFC. I think I think there's less there's less divisions than there should be. Um, but at the same time, it, they shouldn't get to the point where boxing's at now, where again it's like 2.5 pounds difference in between. Yeah. But yeah. Man. Anyways, there's so much stuff happening in the fight world. But anyways, now we'll we'll get to um, why this podcast is happening with the UFC 260 um, main card. I know there's a first fight. I did a bit of research on them both, but to be honest, we don't really need to cover that fight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. I, I feel a bit bad, but like, uh, and because at I, first I it was four fights on the main card, and then they just mm-hmm. added that fight, um, and it's just two veterans of the sport that uh, that they they have a they have a good chance, like uh, of of kind of making a name for themselves because they're on such a big card on the pay per view, so. Um, I hope that first fight will will create wonders, you know? Yeah. Uh, but we'll go to the second fight, and that's Sean O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida. And um, my... Well, what's, what's, what do you think about that fight? Well, what I think is, uh, you know, O'Malley's going to want to come back stronger than ever because of what happened last time, right? With his uh, foot incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in his eyes, he's still undefeated. And, you know, he keeps uh, posting these memes of being undefeated. And this That's and that. annoying. It's annoying, um, but okay. But the thing is, I kind of feel for him because he had this perfect 12-0 record, right, before. And then this, like, freak accident happened, right? I would have loved to see uh, Marlon Vera against Sean O'Malley again. Maybe, like, f- three, four months later. Mm-hmm. But it never, it never happened, right? So I think Mal- O'Malley's going to come back. Uh, wanting to, you know, do his classic, you know, one punch knockout walk off, or uh, I think he will too. Um, you know, I, I don't know much about Thomas Almeida, but I do know that you know in the last few fights, he's I think he's lost the, the last three. Yeah, um, he he's lost the last three. He had a really big upbringing, but I think ever since the Garbrandt fight, when he got yeah. KO'd by Garbrandt and lost his O, yeah. He slowly deteriorated. I think it's the perfect matchup for O'Malley because Almeida does have a name. Uh, he, he's a respected bantamweight, fought a lot of really good bantamweights, and um, like you said, O'Malley's there. He's he's out to to kind of conquer his or, or avenge his loss that he had previously with Marlon, um, which was a freak accident. Like it sucks to lose your your undefeated record to a fight like that, you know. Um, where it ended that way. And I think it was also because of calf kicks. Like, I think he was getting kicked in the leg a bit. Was it I, that? I, I'd have to rewatch it, but from what I remember, he kind of like, he didn't trip, but he kind of stumbled and then he walked on his ankle kind of wrong and then he fell oh, down. Okay, he rolled over. Or, like he could have yeah, been that. So. But, but he'll come back strong this fight. And although I see a bit of memes from him, but I think he... He's not like being too much on, on he's not too much onto social media as he was before, focusing more on the craft. Yeah, because he needs to win. He needs to win this one. He needs to. But and if he does, then he he's right up there. Dude, if he wins if he wins this fight, I honestly think he should welcome TJ Dillshaw. 
Oh. I think that if O'Malley knocks out Almeida in the first or second round, he should fight Dillashaw. I don't think Dillashaw should get a like a oh, title no, shot. No, no. no there's way, gonna no be Yan, there's gonna be Yan versus um Aljo too, no matter what. And then like anyways, the Bantamweight division is is also pretty hectic right now, but but I would I would totally do that fight if he wins in a dominant fashion, you know. And I think O'Malley should call him out, dude. He should call him out. Because I know that he wanted Garbrandt before, and Garbrandt just came off of a huge win versus a uh, Asensio. Yeah, yo, that was crazy. That was ridiculous. When I watched that live, dude, I screamed so loud. Woke up my mom. Woke up my brothers, and uh, and uh, well, I think uh, we, we all had that same reaction. Oh my god, man! Yeah. He just popped a squat, came back up, bang, boom. Yeah, last like last second too, the first round, the second round. But anyways. Overall, my That's prediction, I typical, think... Typical uh, Cody, power. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, Cody, he his hands are always low, man. He just has to raise his hands a bit more uh, because when, when he rushes in, he kind of bull rushes and his head goes before his hands. And if if he's against like a pretty solid counter striker, then these types of of movements can can play against him. Yeah, it's going to cost him. But I, I don't know who who, who, she, who we should fight, fight next, but um, my prediction for the O'Malley versus Omeda, I think O'Malley will take it first or second round uh, KO. I think, yep. I think we'll see. Maybe not, a, maybe not a crazy KO like versus Wineland. Um, but let, like you said before, I think he has enough power to put him down, and then at worst he TKOs him. Yep. Um, but I see that happening. So uh, I, I think you say the same, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. By the way, my predictions, dude, my last predictions for UFC 259, holy shit. And, like, I, I said a couple podcasts before that I kind of took a – I didn't see the sport as much as I used to. Um, I just wasn't in, in that zone, but I recently came back, and I thought my predictions would be horrible for, like, a year uh, because they used to be so good back in the past, like, from 2016 to 2018. But I was so surprised that I got all five fights um, correct. And uh, I didn't even bet on them for real, so I, I really regret it. And now I'm not I'm not gonna bet on this one. You know why? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna make predictions now, and it will all be wrong, and I will lose money. So I'm not taking taking the risk off, off myself. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we'll go to the next fight: Tyron Woodley versus uh, Vincente Luque. I believe that's how we say it. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on this fight? I gotta go with Vincente because. Um... You know, I fo- I'm I've been following him since since tough, mm-hmm. and and he's just been remarkable overall. Um, and, and it sucks because he's he's against a legend in the sport, right? He he's against Woodley, and you know Woodley in the past two three years, he's been on the like the losing end of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just sucks because Woodley's last big fight was against Usman, right? Where he lost the belt. That was like his big last match, right? So far. Yeah, um, but then after so. they fought Kobe, and then Kobe just punched him in the rib, and and uh, that's what ended the fight as well. So, I like I think because because Luke is very good. I think if Luke wins, it'll be a decision, and he'll kind of outclass Woodley. But like we can't forget the fact that Woodley does have knockout power, and um, coming out after after three losses, like if he loses again, dude, then and his I think his fighting job is is almost in jeopardy with the UFC. You know, and, and like we know that Woodley just doesn't really get along with the execs at the UFC. So 
He really needs this win. He needs this win so bad. Yeah. Um, but so for these reasons, I think I think Woodley will will come into this fight a bit differently than the past. He won't be as conservative. He won't be as as uh, patient. I think he's going out there for the kill. You know, like a like a good old fashioned Robbie Lawler KO. You know, like he wanted to rip the cage after. As he should, because he has you know he has six or seven wins by TKO mm-hmm. under his belt. Um, the only thing is that uh, Vincente has eleven KOs. Yeah, Vincente is also a finisher, so it, it'll be a good fight, no matter what. Like the because v- Vincente also he pushes the pace. He he's not as he's not a patient one like um Woodley. like Woodley is. But I don't think Woodley will come into this fight patient. I really don't. So this could be another really big clash, uh, really big big shots being thrown early. Um, but if if that ever is the case, and I think Woodley has the edge, um, and honestly, I think he I think he will win this fight. I don't think he will ever get back to the peak level that he was that he was once. Um, I I honestly think he should maybe fight one more time after that and retire and just continue with his other projects uh, because he is good at what he does outside of fighting. But for this fight in particular, I think he has a lot of motivation to to finally get a win under his belt after three losses, um, and and I think he will better Vincente. Yeah. Uh, and you say opposite though. You say the otherwise. Yeah, I I really think that uh, Luke is going to win this one uh, either by uh, you know round and pound or decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the safest bet, but. But uh, anyways, we'll we'll go on to the next one. This is a big one because I think so. It's Volkanovski versus Ortega. Now, before we get into this fight, like I was just looking at a bit more research before having you on, and uh, I saw that Volkanovski's plan is to go to lightweight if he wins this. I don't like that. I don't like that at all because I like if and I, I don't I don't know who wins this fight either because or Orte- like Ortega is such a finisher. And Volkanovski's more of a decision, but he's calm, patient. He's good at, at managing distance. But I want to see Volkanovski versus Holloway again after this. I want to see that fight in the summer. You know, Holloway just came off of one of the, the most masterful performances ever. Literally talking to uh, President Dana White and and all the UFC execs while in the cage with Calvin Cater, like bobbing and weaving. Dude, <sighs> I really want to see that fight again. But yeah, I just wanted to let you know, I just saw that coming out now that Volkanovski may want to move up to lightweight after this fight. Um, we'll, we'll see, but uh, I don't know. I don't think it's a good move. I don't think it's a good move either. No, no. J- just because I want to see Holloway versus Volkanovski. After that yeah. fight, then I get it. Um, but but yeah. uh, it's... You, you think they're going to do a trilogy fight? Because they've already fought twice and and... Well, you know, Alexander won twice. Yeah, but I mean, the second fight is questionable, and we, we all know that it's questionable. Yes. And um, just like now, I just obviously saw that tweet moments before starting this podcast, but maybe yesterday or the day before, I saw that uh, he was open to a third match. And like, who else is all Holloway going to fight in, in the 145 pound division? Honestly, he beat Connor. them all. Connor, yeah. if, if Connor goes down, I don't think Connor will go down. You think Connor will go down? No, no. <laughs> but uh, but I, I that has to happen next, or or like he'll like and 
and um, Ortega also said if he would win this fight, then Holloway's next, you know? Yeah. And he wouldn't feel, he didn't, he says he, he won't feel as a full champion without um, avenging his loss. Yeah. 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 Like, like no matter what, Max is good. Max is going to get it. I think yeah, he's going to get it again. Yeah, me too. I think he's going to get it again. But yeah. we'll, we'll cover this fight Volkanovski versus Ortega. Um, honestly, my like gut feeling says Volkanovski decision again. I mean, I think he'll he'll keep the pace and and kind of leg kick his way through the win. I, I I'm gonna have to go with Ortega because his last performance was a masterclass. Yeah, this whole shaving your head thing, I I think uh, is his new side right, and he was such a new fighter. Um, and don't forget that there's a huge height uh, disadvantage. For Alexander, mm-hmm. uh, Brian is going to tower over uh, Alexander, right? Mm-hmm. So the reach might be might be a hard uh, problem for him. Does Ortega have a longer reach than Holloway? I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure about because that. Because I but... I feel like they look almost like the same. But then again, like Volkanovski, Volkanovski did beat Holloway the first time fair and square. But but the problem with Ortega, like the problem that he brings to Volkanovski is he can finish the fight anywhere. And if he catches Volkanovski in a, in a bad position for just a split second, then Volkanovski's in trouble. You know, like, I see, I see like, uh, flashbacks of a Woodley versus Thompson fight when that was really big, the, when, it, when it was first announced the first time before seeing the result. Like, it's unfortunate, but I see it going that type of way. Mm-hmm. I don't think there will, there will be as hesitant because Ortega does move forward no matter what. Um, he picks it like he he's more of a he's trying to reach for the center of the octagon most of the time uh, compared to like the Woodley Thompson fight where they were both kind of just bouncing around. But I I see it being like a slower, more tactical fight because Volkanovski will kind of bring that energy. But but then again. Mm-hmm. He's gonna force it, you mean, onto Brian? I do, but I think he's gonna force the calmness onto Brian. I, I don't think he'll allow any blitz action or any mm. or any like crazy movements because he's so good at keeping the distance. But I keep on reiterating about this is that now that it's at the apex, the octagon is smaller. I feel like it's such a difference, and I know mm-hmm. it's talked about quite frequently now, but it, it is such a difference compared to the normal size octagon. Um. I mean, just look at the Izzy fight. Like Izzy's, Izzy's really used to controlling the distance, and he needs as much space as possible in order to control that. And I, I looking at that fight, I feel like that was taken away from him. And yeah, um, like he backed up into the ca- into the cage. What am I saying? He backed up into the cage, like at least two, three times. Yeah. As, and and he didn't know it was there because it was like so uh, different for him, right? Yeah. So. Big, yeah. uh, big factor there. I'm very proud that I that I uh, predicted that it was Yannick. I really had a feeling that he would have the edge over him. Um, but I, I honestly, for this fight with the Volkanovski Ortega fight, I think I see it the same way. Though I do like as a fan, I want to see Ortega come with another like insane performance because all of his performances, except for the Holloway one, were tremendous. Like this guy. Yeah. This guy, if this guy wins and he fights Holloway again, then that, that's that's a blockbuster fight for the 145 pound division. It's, uh, but either way, I mean, it, it's good for that division. Um, 
with either fighter who wins. But I really, my gut feeling says it's Volkanovski that will uh, edge edge Ortega in the decision. You say Ortega. Do you think Ortega is going to finish Volkanovski? I think so. Really, is he going to finish him? I think so because it's it's going to have to be something that uh, we've never seen before, right? It has to be like I, I think it's going to be a complete domination from from uh, Ortega. Damn. I think so, or at, or at least the finish, at least the finish. Because remember how fucked up Ortega was, like his face, and mm-hmm. then like he must have superhuman abilities because the the next week his face was healed. It's as if you could you know steal your your girlfriend or your wife. Like he was back <laughs> back to like looking perfect again. So oh, that's um, true. And and if you watch how he trains, he trains kind of like Izzy, like really like old school in a garage uh nothing fancy mm-hmm. you know he trained just as if he was a kid again you know um but he's just at, at the elite level so yeah i see what you mean we'll see but yeah we'll see that's the best thing about the fight game we will always just you'll know you never know until it happens uh now we'll go to the main event um the big, the big versus Gano, the big dogs man um what's what's your prediction on this main event can you believe that it's already been three years since uh they fought they fought in january 2018 over three years 2018 yeah oh damn i thought it was 2019 2018 so francis has been uh he's been like you know fighting fighting his way up right Mm -hmm. uh the only loss that he had was the was the fight right after stipe he lost against uh, Derek Lewis, mm-hmm. but that was. That yeah, was let's, uh, let's, not, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, let's, we're but, gonna we're uh, gonna fall asleep just talking uh, about that fight. It's so unfortunate that it happened that way. But after that fight, you know, and Ganu, he won again against Kane Velasquez. Mm-hmm. He won against uh, Blades uh, Dos Santos, and then Jorginho. Uh, All brutal knockouts, too. and and and. If if you look at the last four fights, um, I, I think someone tweeted it uh, this morning or yesterday. If you if you add up the the, the times of the, the last four fights, it's under three minutes of cage time. That's crazy. And it's and they're all TKO or KO. Oh. So my my prediction, because you asked me what my prediction was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If and Ganu can get it done within the next, the first three minutes. It's his. Yeah. If it if it passes three minutes of the first round, it's going to Stipe. Because don't I forget that totally Stipe is a fucking machine, right? His job, full time job, he's a firefighter. His part time job is being the UFC heavyweight champ. How That's... badass! Does that sound? Yeah, no, that, that's badass. Just saying that for sure. And I'm looking at his picture right now, and he looks like a 205er. You know, oh, he's yeah. he's fit. Yeah, he's in shape, and it says 240 pounds. Dude, that's bullshit. Yeah. He doesn't look 240 pounds, but but he so, could be. Remember how uh, Francis went arms blazing when he fought Jorginho, like left to right, like like this. You know, if he does that against Stipe and he connects, good night. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like now, I was thinking as you're saying that 
It's like Ngannou needs to come guns and blazing. He needs to make sure he gets to the center first, you know? Yeah. It's a race. It's almost like dodgeball, dude. Yeah. Once the fucking bell rings, boom, go get that ball right away. And because the, se- the second that Stepe uh, puts you down, the round over. is over. The round is over, and you're either going to get ground pounded from Stepe is going to fucking kill you, right? Uh, and, and if not... Uh, yeah. Uh, he loses the round uh, for points. Yeah, now I, I honestly, so the fan in me obviously wants to see Ngannou versus Jones. I mean, that just that would be fucking insane just to see both of them like square off, dude. I think the fight is obviously towards Jones, but, but that would be for the summer, right? So that's again, yeah. that's the yeah, big yeah. plan. That's the yeah. big plan. If if Francis wins now, uh, he wins in March. He has all of this time. It gives Jones enough time to pass all of his Wusada tests, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A- and then come July, the big blockbuster event of the year for UFC. And then you have Jones as a heavyweight for the first time ever against Nganu. And this this whole trash talk back and forth, like nothing compared to Izzy and, uh, and Jones. Yeah. And nothing compared to Izzy, uh, nothing compared to uh, DC and Jones. But just imagine the power of Francis versus the style of Jones. Yeah, I mean, it, it, w- it would be an insane first round, like you said. I mean, w- with a guy like Ngannou, you only have, like you said, not even five minutes, you know. But it, it's just these first just couple of minutes that are you're, you're trembling almost. Yeah. You're like, someone may die within these first three minutes. Um but but ultimately, like I, it, it's hard, man. It's it, it 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 all depends on these first three minutes. But I wouldn't be surprised that Stipe wins this again. And I honestly like for a competitive fight in, in the heavyweight division, it's obviously better to see Stipe versus Jones. That 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 would be really competitive. Yeah. I mean, there's gonna be striking, grappling. There's gonna be a bit of everything. I see kind of like a a Jones versus Gustafson type fight um, yeah. between these yeah. two. Whereas Nganu, Nganu, it'll be a crazy first two three minutes, and if he doesn't connect, then it will be like a Nganu Stipe one repeat almost. But Jones, yeah. Jones has the killer instinct in him, where he'll just probably TKO him on the ground. Yeah, ground and pound. So, so but but al- but also don't forget that Francis has not been fighting for a long time professionally. Francis has been fighting since 2013. Yeah, it's crazy. At a professional level, versus uh, Stipe that's been fighting since 2006, so that is a huge. That's seven years of extra experience. Yeah. So you can't like you can't expect someone like like Francis, which is already an elite level athlete, to be really good at uh, defending on the floor, mm-hmm. to be good at uh, grappling, wrestling. You know, it's like when you're good at something, you know, you need to excel excel at it, just like his striking. His striking is like out of this world. Like he will definitely murder someone. You know? <laughs> yeah, he has the power to murder someone. He really um, does. Like I, I think uh, he has he has a world record for the strongest uh, punch in the world. Mm-hmm. Same power of like a small Ford truck. Like, yeah. it's it's crazy if you think about that. So yeah, no, that's um, that's insane. We think about that, but the only issue with that is that it does that that tank is not um, unlimited. You know. It really takes, mm. uh, but at the same time, in, in the heavyweight division, it takes one shot. 
one shot can dictate the whole entire fight, which yeah. is the beauty of the sport, man. It's just. Well, do, do you remember how uh, DC knocked out Stipe? It was like that one of those short one punches, right? And then yeah. he knocked him down, and then he finished him off. So again, any any shot from any angle uh, can definitely put you out. It's just that Francis, he puts all of his power and all of the shots. And like you said, you know, that will deplete your energy. So mm-hmm. I, I think I think he's going to go in guns blazing. Uh, but I think he's going to be, um, he'll be more um, mindful because Steve is going to try to, you know, bring him down and then finish him off. Yeah. So, the you know, the fan in me wants Francis to win. But the better the, the the bedside of me will want Stevie to win. Yeah, I I would say this is exact same thing. The fan of me wants to see an insane knockout, hundred uh, percent. But I really think Stevie will. Uh, I I don't even think it will last five rounds anymore because I really think that Inganu, the way he should approach this fight is like you say, get to like get to the center of the outcome first and put pressure. Use. Yeah. Use that first three, two, three minutes. It's, a, it's his only chance. He can't be calm and steady because the more you're calm and like the more you're moving, you throw, like he throws a one, two and he loses like two bars of energy, you know? I, I, <laughs> it's, it's, what, there's what, so much power, dude. How much, how, 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 this, how uh, much can you carry? Fire? Yeah. And that's how, um, I'm, that's how I'm putting it. They both have fucking stamina bars, but every time Nganu throws a punch, dude, it's, it's like he's picking up five, five, brick tons and lifting them up and throwing them don't forget that uh francis never lost via uh, a submission or ko it's always been like he's lost via decision three times right Mm -hmm. so he can go the distance he can go up to those three rounds right yeah but 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 can he go four rounds can he go five rounds right with his uh stamina we'll see um but there's also uh, i've never seen um francis uses legs as a main uh sort of uh offense if you watch his training videos he has yeah powerful kicks so so imagine one of those kicks out of nowhere steep it would never see it coming true he that's a good point man imagine 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 a crow cop style kick to the head I don't, but can he kick? Can he kick that high? <laughs> okay, okay, probably, okay, probably, probably, <laughs> can he kick probably not. Yeah, probably yeah. not. But imagine but that he, to your calf, like he fuck, fuck his calf, look, you know? Yeah, but but that can actually happen, man. Like think of it now, like that may be a big dictator to the fight. Let's say he comes into the fight and maybe for the first three, four minutes, he focuses on just beating the leg up, and then just maybe faking a kick and going on top. That can actually happen, man. Um, so. So if he goes in guns blazing like he did with Jarzinho, like left and right like this, yeah, yeah. If he if he pulls a, a Street Fighter uppercut like uh, like he did to Alistair, oh my god, forget it. Uh, I hope it happens, dude. I hope it happens, but at the same time, I don't want it to happen. But because you know, like if, like if you see someone getting knocked out like that, yeah, it's scary, dude. It's scary. And and I I think what. I think what pisses off Stipe the most is that when he lost to DC, like he got knocked out. Okay. So number one, you know, you wake up, you don't know what the fuck's going on. But then at the second, uh, the second thing is that you wake up and then you see Brock in the, in the cage. And then you're asking yourself, what the fuck is happening? Right. Why is Brock here? And why is he taking away 
my spotlight or my spotlight with DC, right? Mm-hmm. And then the whole, you know, squall will happen, this and that. But just imagine, uh, you know, Stipe and Brock, just for, just for the fun of it, Brock would lose, obviously. Yeah. But but just, again, Brock is so fast. He's so athletic. He's such mm-hmm. a uh, powerhouse, right? You know, uh, he has his problems with Fusada as well. Uh, <laughs> he has his problems with Fusada. <laughs> let's not forget what happened with uh, him and uh, Mark Hunt, right? Uh, Mark Hunt made a lot of money, apparently. With that, yeah, he so. did with that lawsuit. Yeah, but still, he got fucked up big time. Mm-hmm. All yeah. that unnecessary damage he took. But uh, yeah, true. Man, well, well, official prediction for this main event. Who, who, Steve, who are you going with? Stipe. Yeah, me too. I think Stipe is going to come with. Uh, I don't even think he'll reach decision. I think he will end up TKOing, like ground, like kind of like a ground and pound ground thing, and where pound. yeah, just yeah. fatigued and. And he and Ghani will will be longer, but dude, seeing like the first two three minutes, it will be nerve wracking. My heart, because yeah. when when there's these main events, man, dude, like I'm so emotionally invested, just into fighting in general, like fi- fighting. And I, I put a poll on recently on my Instagram, say like this is the most entertaining sport when they announced like Usman versus Maz- Mazdaal. I was like, like what's going on, dude? Like so much things on that same day was happening. I was going insane, but. But just seeing two people go in a ring or octagon, and and they're they're like they like they're literally fighting as a profession, um, because because that's all they do, and it's the one who like it's the one who wins that wins, dude. I don't know. It's just, there's just something that's so special about this sport. Yeah, that, they're, uh, they're they're modern day gladiators, right? If you want to call it that, it's exactly that. So. Like like a like a like what maybe ten years ago, fifteen years ago, it was really like taboo, right, to watch MMA because a lot of it was bloodthirsty fighters, right, or these you know really out of shape fighters or these people that had been in trouble. Yeah, in the past, and you could kick you know? someone even you could kick someone in the yeah. head when they were down, dude. That that yeah, was so. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Man. Do you remember, remember the, the there was like a no weight class like. There was a yeah. <laughs> 150 versus 400 pounds. Like there was no rules, right? Yeah. Pick him in the nuts, punch him in the nuts, right? So once they reestablished, you know, the the art behind it, right? The martial arts, the respect. Um, that's when a lot of, you know, a lot of fans, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, started, you know, paying attention to it because if, you, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a sport, right? Uh, yes, it gets bloody if you watch any Tony fight. If you watch any cowboy fight, if you watch any Nate fight, there's gonna be blood. Mm-hmm. But that's the or GSP fight because GSP bleeds like a motherfucker, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, but the thing is, that is just the after effect. They don't show the months of preparation. They don't no. show the dedication. They don't show well, the like, weight, the weight cuts, right? Yeah. They don't show the after the fight, the hugging, the kissing. You know, uh, sometimes it happens when they fight for the second time. You know. Um, so there's a lot of the respect aspect that's uh, not shown, but well, it's not shown to the people that are not aware of the sport, um, yeah. and people who just see two people fighting and then they're just like, why are they putting their lives at risk? And then I mean, you go to look at like football or even hockey, where uh, well, mainly f- mainly football, hockey is not yeah. as bad anymore, but, but football, football it's like, worse. It's, it's worse. Everyone's getting concussions, so. You know, and and bo- boxing too, because boxing, 
the, the difference between boxing and MMA is that um, boxing, you're for sure getting punched in the head or punching someone in the head. There's no other way around and, it. And, and the ref won't stop it. Like the refs in MMA will stop the fight. Yeah, if they, if and they and they're that, they're stopping more now. Like they're stop. I'm I'm really realizing uh, refs being really more understanding of of the position and knowing yeah. someone who's out on but still on their feet. Like they're stopping that now. Um, okay, okay. If if we're gonna talk about refs, okay, okay, and I think you know where I'm gonna go with this, <laughs> but there's been there's been fewer and fewer fucking incidents because there's two refs that are no longer employed by the uh by the uh, athletic state uh commission yeah yeah there's steve maligati that is no longer a ref and then there's uh uh i think it's uh eve Levine that's longer no longer a ref and even mario yamasaki okay so these refs in my opinion let the fights go way too long before the inter- intervene because a lot of fighters got fucked up big yeah. time well i mean the not like Yamasaki. I, I felt like Yamasaki was kind of like he looked like um he looked like he he looked He'd like he would show you he, he would show up like uh at the UFC event after finishing his like nine to five or something and and there for the paycheck, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um even a Ving, I actually thought he was a good ref. You like as you said his name, I was like, damn, I haven't seen him in a while, but Apparently, I guess he's been in in a few controversies. Like yeah. I, I think I remember a few in my head, not like fully, but I, I remember he's been caught up with a few. Okay, but 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 Steve Mazzagatti, he's the one that like. Oh yeah, up dude, Steve Mazzagatti, get, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, and he was a, he was a ref for far too long. Yeah. But um, but now there's this new ref that, that recently got beef with Dominic Cruz. Fuck, what's his name? Keith, uh, yeah, Ritter. Keith Peterson, yeah. Yeah, Peterson yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. He he's actually really funny on Twitter. You should follow him on Twitter, man. He's no, super I, jokes. Unless yeah. it's a meme account, dude. I may. No, I I think the account that you're referring to is a meme account because there's no way that he'd be. He like just his last tweet was uh, like Dominic was saying, "I don't want you to be my ref," and then he says, "Well, I don't want to ref our prelims," you know. <laughs> like that has That's to be. Hilarious, a meme account. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. Well, dude, we went well over an hour, um, and we covered all the fights, the predictions, and all that. Dude, um, I don't think we need to cover anything else. I'll definitely have you on again for UFC 261, and Thank uh, you for we'll see. Me. No problem, man. And we'll see how these fights go. Fight goes. Do you have anything else to say before uh, we end this? Can't wait to watch the UFC Saturday. That crazy card. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and for, and for two sixty, we'll see what happens. But uh, thank you for having me again. No problem, really man. Where 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 can we follow you? On Instagram, Kakito08. and I'm sure you'll uh, put the. Uh, I'll put the whatever. I'll, I'll put whatever you want. I'll put um. Yeah. I'll put uh, Amadeo the beard because <laughs> Amadeo has a has more hair on his beard because now I cut my hair. I cut my hair today, but before <laughs> I had really long hair. But even my really long hair wasn't as long as his beard. So thank you. No problem, dude. I wish, man. I wish I can grow a beard like that, but uh, my girlfriend would wouldn't like it. My girlfriend likes it when it's when it's clean, and and she's lucky because she got she got a boyfriend who just can't grow a beard, dude. <laughs> I cannot grow anything. That's been happen. The, the saddest thing of it is that I still need to shave because I have like these little pube hairs that just grow in like all different directions. <laughs> so, whatever, man. Anyways, it was so fun to have you on. Um, it's Thank always you. fun to talk UFC with you. We always message each other, and 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 we're both very passionate about the sport. 
and let's see how these predictions go. I mean, we're very contradictive in, in who, who we think will win. So uh, I'm excited to see it. Once again, thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And there you have it, the conversation with Amadeo. Um, so once again, Amadeo, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I always love um, kicking about UFC and anything combat sports related with you. So you are always welcome to come on. And um, yeah, that's episode 10. I mean, this is just the beginning. I am just starting. I'm just starting doing this. I'm kind of like aiming towards different angles at every time. But I really like this guest-based podcast for now. I don't know if one day I'll I'll have someone um, as a co-host and, and, and debate on certain things. But for now, I love it. And even then, I have a I have some good news. My next guest is is a big guest. I'm very excited to have him on. And it will be Yoni Sherpatov. He's a uh, flyweight MMA fighter. He's a boxer. He has his gym in Laval. Some of, some of you may know him already. I've already trained there in the past. And uh, very exciting, very exciting to have him on. So he will be on next. And yeah, from there, I mean, I'll be doing this every Monday, no matter what. And if you're listening all the way to the end, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. it. The support means everything to me. And um, I won't stop no matter what, whether it's one person, whether it's a thousand people, it doesn't really matter. This is what I love to do. And I will not stop doing what I love to do. So On that note, thank you so much for everyone that's listening, and I will definitely see you guys next Monday.